0: Are you recording over there? Yeah, I'm recording. It's like you've been recording for the last 40 minutes while I've been preparing. (laughs) Yeah, like big prep on you, Jared. Come on, get it together. I know. I'm supposed to be our tech guy. You're taking over as tech guy. You just got us on Spotify.
1: Dude, come on. Come to me with your questions, and I will (laughs) Google the answers. (laughs)
0: You are now listening to the Open Road Podcast, a podcast all about helping you find adventure in the everyday, in the exciting things, in the mundane things. It's all about adventure. My name's Jeremy Enns. And my name is Calvin. And today I saw a rat.
1: Jeremy, a rat. (laughs) Tell me more. Right? So I get to work and one of our truck drivers comes in and he's like, dude, there's a rat out there. Instantly I follow out. I see this rat booking it across the parking lot I chase it down how big it, uh it's pretty big jer i caught up to it and i'm looking at a pint glass right now i would say at its widest it was like 3 quarters of a pint glass wide and like wow. and like a like over like a foot long probably and very distinct tracks so i tracked this thing all the way to the cars and it was getting it, under the cars
0: In the dirt or in the snow? In the snow.
1: So this poor rat, I finally catch up to realize I don't think this is a rat. This is, in fact, what I believe to be a muskrat. Oh. Which you're probably more familiar with than a rat. and probably makes far more sense that it's a
0: muskrat than a rat. Why? I I think a rat makes more sense in a timber yard than a muskrat. Well, I don't know. I've just never seen a rat before. That's why I was so excited. I was like, I've never even
1: seen a rat are rats rare? I've never seen one, so yes, they're rare. I've seen snow owls, but I haven't seen rats.
0: Where did you see a snowy owl? I've seen one on the road before. Oh, up up north. That's yeah. am- that's amazing. Okay, well, well, what did you do? I just
1: chased it down, threw a snowball at it. Snowballs have been coming to be a big part of my life recently. <laughs> I uh, nailed our loader operator with one today from, like, no, a you... decent distance. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome.
0: That is so good. That is an unbelievable way to find adventure in your everyday. Throw yeah, a snowball. just pick a
1: – and runs. It, it
0: catches someone off guard, they're like, whoa, did you just
1: <laughs> throw a snowball at someone?
0: Do you remember <laughs> in grade school when, like, snowballs became – Um, Throwing a snowball was almost equated to murder, where if you so much as thought about throwing a snowball, that was a crime.
1: Yeah, in my school, throwing a snowball, even having the perverted thought of throwing a snowball. Perverted. Yeah, the perverse Two things stick out of my mind with this school. We got a crazy, crazy lecture for saying the F word, which was fag. And then right. we got a crazy, crazy lecture about throwing snowballs. And they were on the same, like, severity. Yeah. It was death penalty for either one.
0: Oh, uh, no doubt. Yeah. Um, <sighs> do you think it was a couple of annoying students who ruined it for everybody by putting rocks and ice shards and packing them too tight and putting them in the freezer? and, Like, are those the kids who ruined it for everybody? I just think it or... never
1: happened. This is, like, crazy... Teacher-principal hypothetical uh, mother instinct that thinks their kid's going to get hit with a rock in a snowball. Safety culture. Safety culture. This is like crazy safety culture that we grew up with. Or helicopter culture. Heliculture. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I would be okay with someone throwing the rat at my kid.
0: (laughs) Well, that's where you also got all of a sudden now we can put ourselves in those shoes like do I actually want my kid living in a world where he can't throw a snowball or she can't throw a snowball like no I know
1: and I yes, I get that how it gets taken on hand I just like so wish you could just like people could all be reasonable that kind of thing like snowball fights would would have been so fun on the on the playground Um, think about
0: how epic some of them looked in the movies like kids could have recreated some of that Like,
1: all we did was in the winter was build
0: sweet snow
1: forts in the field. And, like, I mean, that's what it's for. It's taking shelter against a snowball. 100%.
0: And, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely remember a few good snowball fights where we did, my sisters and I did each build a base, and then you, like, pack, like, 20 snowballs. Yes, yes. And that might have been the best time of my life. I know. That's the best memory of snow for sure. (laughs) And speaking of snow, it's it's only like mid-November, and yet we're kind of getting a serious dose of winter. Dude, I know. Um, So I had to scrape my car off today
1: get to get home because my car had sat in our work parking lot since Friday morning, I guess. Yeah. Because I drove the RV home, then drove the RV back Monday morning, left my keys at home, so I had to get a ride back to home and oh, ride right back in the morning. And here
0: I am scraping six inches of snow off my car. Wow. So we got C- snow caked on there caked on. Yeah. Yeah. And this past weekend I was up in uh, visiting you. We were getting the RV ready for our trip. Yes, and I yes. was I was kind of shocked to like see how much snow there was. And frankly, the roads were really bad.
1: Yeah, you said that. Whatever. Uh,
0: but but we got there. Snow tires are on. For those of you who don't ever put snow tires on. It's a good choice. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we were hanging out this weekend. What did we all get, uh, what did we all get done on that thing?
1: One quick point. I know this is going to really go against a lot of the things that you have been growing up to, to believe in, but people at work today were like freaking out about snow tires. And I'm very much of the snow tire attitude where, like, just chill with the snow
0: tires. All right.
1: <laughs> it's not that <laughs> big a deal.
0: All right. It's, it's almost like that <laughs> thing where it's like, um, Oh, I mean this isn't the best tightest analogy, but ooh, summer's here. Do you have your sunscreen? It's like, okay, like Right. <laughs> I know. It's like a, why do we have to talk about it? We know we need it. Yeah,
1: like chill out with the snow tire like frenzy. You'll be okay in your
0: all seasons for another week. You will survive. You will survive. I mean, just only because the whole car thing is a life and death situation, I think oh. it warrants a little bit more. But I'm not also going to contribute to this safety helicopter culture we were just talking about.
1: But my argument is like, okay, like, do you not know how to drive in other than like July weather? According to the conditions, yeah. Right. Do you have no idea how to drive according to, to the conditions of the road? Like, use your eyes, like, get some common sense going in your head and drive your car. Like, yeah. like you really think if it's that big of a concern for you, then I don't think snow tires are like the cure.
0: I think you yeah, that's a good point. can't drive. That's a good point. Now, again, where snow tires definitely come in handy is when you like there will be a like a giant slush thing on the side of the road that you're like just driving through and you just go through it. And instead of sucking you in and like or ice, like stopping distance is definitely decreased when you have them
1: stopping distance is the thing i also think a really tough thing right now is that a lot of cars are becoming all-wheel drive like our little cars all-wheel drive and when you take off on that thing in the snow it feels bulletproof it feels like you're driving a train because it's all-wheel drive but that kind of messes with your mind like you think you're invincible taking right. off but you break the same as every other car right you break the same as a two-wheel drive car and which is not
0: great um, You didn't put snow tires on your car last year, did you? Which car? Your, your, your CX-9. CX-7 or whatever it is. No, we did not. Oh, it's a five. 5. Um, Yeah, but when we were driving around in that, I was very impressed with how it was gripping the road. I know. It's funny. But but for someone who didn't want to talk about snow tires, you really got us talking about You're snow right. tires. You're right. I know. I had to clear this up, but I already did earlier at work. <laughs> um. So, Jared, like...
1: Just to give you a quick update, like prep is going good. Like we depart from our trip. I'm leaving tomorrow night for our trip. Tomorrow after work, I'm peeling out of town and I'm starting my trip. So I'm like hanging up from this podcast and
0: I'm packing my sleeping bag and whatever gear that I need. Yeah. And that's the day this podcast comes out. So whenever anyone's listening to this, like Calvin's basically on his way. Pretty live. Just consider me on the road in my sleeping bag with my foot out. (laughs) um so that's what we i mean we've been talking for a while now but we kind of want to talk today just briefly about our upcoming road trip and a way that we've always found adventure is in the in this rv and we're getting all prepped and ready to go for uh for a little trip here um but tell the listeners calvin what do you mean stick your foot out of a sleeping bag yeah like the thing's freezing so it's minus
1: it was like minus eight here this morning i think so celsius uh, and I drove this thing back on the weekend and I drove it to work on Monday morning at like six 30 and was wrapped up in a blanket because there's like this crazy blast of cold air that comes right at the foot of the accelerator. And like, I drove it back from, I drove up to my house on Friday night and it was fairly cold and I had my little new balances on, which are like really meshy. And my Ooh, foot, yeah. my foot chair was like a stump when I got home. <laughs> It was so frozen. So I'm like worrying about driving this thing for six hours.
0: Yeah. The one the one year that we went to West Virginia in January, um, we literally switched drivers probably every half an hour. And there's this little trick that I did on that trip where you put your uh, you put a sock on and then you put a plastic bag on and then you put the plastic bag in the shoe. Oh, okay. what's that? And it keeps it keeps you warm and dry. Right, right, Plastic right. Layer. So, like, I had that going the whole time I was out there. So, my my plan is to obviously bring some good
1: socks, but I'm yeah. also gonna like my sleeping bag. I can zip a foot out the bottom, so I'll wear my sleeping bag and then I can have my foot sticking out, and then I'm just gonna put on my big rubber boot. Just
0: that boots gonna be killer, dude.
1: Das boot. Yeah. Well, just yeah. I'm. I think I'm literally just gonna bring one right footed boot.
0: We can all use it. Can we all use it, please? Yeah, it'll just be the accelerator boot. That is, This is exactly what dreams are made out of on these road trips. Dude, this
1: thing is custom. And you have to be prepared for custom rigs like this, I guess. Um, I did a few other mods, though, Jer. Tell me the rig. more. I mean, we were thinking about what kind of food we we're going to be eating. And uh, since I eat, you know, during the week, a pretty steady diet of noodles... Um, I got a bunch, I got a nice case of, uh, kimchi noodles for us. And I also scored an electric kettle, which you can Dude. plug in We can have noodles this, on the road as we're driving down the highway. It's amazing. There's nothing better than that. I scored a nice uh, oil painting, which I screwed up this afternoon of a nice, uh, river meadow scene, which Glorious. is kind of in the back corner, which looks really nice. It's like four feet long.
0: Is it that big? Did it's, you have to punch holes where the screws were, the bolts were from the it b- basketball? It fit beautifully
1: mat? in between the basketball bolts. It's really you're nice. kidding. I'm I'm very happy with the whole thing.
0: Really? Yes, that's unbelievable. Your other beautiful, uh, homely touch was a wonderful <laughs> plant. I don't like of you thinking that I have a homely touch. You do. <laughs> You know, you put on this facade that you're this woodworker, lover oh, salesman. Homely
1: means like, I, I feel like homely means something you were not defining it accurately. Homely, like as in some like <laughs> decrepit old woman, I think of a homely.
0: <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I got that plant on the table. What, what, what am I look what's the word I'm looking for then? Homie. Homie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But don't call me homie. Uh, Yo, my homie is so homie. Um, yes, I put a plant on the table. And yes, I yeah. got the radio fixed. It, it, it could not be in better... This thing has never been better. Never. Yeah, dude,
1: I had someone walk through there and they actually said, whoa, this thing is sick. Which was the best compliment I could have ever got. Because it is. Now, now it's, it's fantastic.
0: The only question is... We installed a sink that allows for drainage onto the road. Yes. And we tested it out, and we accidentally left some water in the tube, and it froze. Is that tube still frozen? (laughs) It's still
1: frozen, but I have my saw at work, Jared, and would just have to cut uh, above that kink where the ice solid is frozen. Yeah. That's not a big deal.
0: It's a two-minute fix. Yeah. Um, I say cut it. Yeah, not where it just comes out of the RV because we want it to still run down yeah, and run underneath spray. the platform. Like if we put something on the platform, it wouldn't get soaked with yeah. uh, uh, water or whatever we put down the sink. Yeah, uh, water or yellow warm water. Um, <laughs>
1: the other thing that we yeah a we really don't want to spray is that I got a sweet generator. So oh my gosh, I so the happy back. about that. The plan is for that thing, I want to ratchet strap it to the back bumper and then we can plug in the cord. Uh, that plugs the whole unit in and we can have that baby humming away while we're singing down the road.
0: Now me, I do not like this idea at all. I don't like the idea of the generator sitting on a bumper while we're driving down the road started with the thing plugged in with the cord flying out. Like I don't like that, but I am more than willing to let you rig it up. And I'm happy to be proven wrong that this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to us. I mean,
1: Easy on the rigging. All it is is going to be bungee cords. So
0: Exactly why I'm concerned. Um, Well, I don't think it's that crazy.
1: Like On that bumper, there's a good amount of room for it to sit on the bumper, I think. And then we'll just strap it to the tire or whatever. You're not into it.
0: Don't you want to have power while we're driving? Calvin, you've been so obsessed with power and heat in this thing. It's like... You're outside in zero degree weather for a few hours in a jacket inside with your friends, and then we land and we plug the generator in and turn the heaters on and then it's like thirty degrees in there. Like I don't Okay, but it, I'm it, saying it that it boggles my mind that you're so deeply concerned about power on the road.
1: <laughs> such a big part such a big part of traveling in this rig is the travel time, and I want to make that the best For some people, this is their first experience ever in the rig on a long-distance trip. I want to be a good host.
0: I know that your heart comes from wanting to be a good host, which is why I am more than willing to let you try to rig up this generator that you borrowed from a friend, might I add, in some reckless way to the bumper. And then you will find out, yeah, this was probably a bad idea and I don't want to have to pay this guy a $1,000 to get a new generator when I would rather just buy a generator myself for a thousand dollars
1: okay fyi jer i whatever but like i'm borrowing (laughs) this generator from a friend it is brand new has not been used before you're kidding 3500 bucks (laughs) so like
0: we cannot drop this thing yeah so here okay i mean i rest my case my friend i rest my case dude this thing is you can
1: talk over this thing it is crazy quiet
0: I rest my case. That's all
1: I can say. He did call me today and he was like, hey, I was just thinking about you guys taking that. Do you have like a bike lock or anything you can like chain that up to so it doesn't get yanked? I
0: mean, 3500 bucks. that's worth more than the RV. I know. Which means that we should get a decent bike lock for it or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a decent insurance. Uh, so speaking of gizmos and, ga- and gadgets, I'm thinking about getting a snowblower. Okay. What do you think it's is reasonable to pay for a snowblower? I saw one. I was picking up Christmas lights at Rona today. I saw one for like 1300 bucks, marked down to $750. i am like, that's got to be a pretty good deal for a brand new snowblower. That seems really cheap. What kind of what kind of snowblower is it? Uh, it was a brand I hadn't heard of, but the guy seemed to think it was a pretty reputable brand. The brand is called Poolan Pro. Poolan Pro. Never heard of it. Me neither, which is what what sketched me out. But thirteen eighty nine down to seven forty nine. I mean Yeah, I mean the
1: reality is I think you should be a little bit sketched out for a snowblower for seven hundred bucks brand new.
0: I would have thought not. you were it's, in the it's fourteen hundred tw- bucks new. I know, but you're on clearance on. because it's last year's model.
1: Don't be a sucker. You know
0: you know that thing's worth seven hundred bucks. I know. I know they're all <laughs> worth seven hundred bucks, and yet <laughs> That six hundred dollars savings makes me think otherwise. It also, you know, they they get you with the new ones where they're like, yeah, you got a four year warranty on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's nice, which is kind of nice. So I'm I like, don't,
1: uh, I don't know anything about snowblowers or even snow removal.
0: Do. I just hire the guy. I gotta do some research. So yeah,
1: I do. I still think you should just get a guy with a plow to your driveway. Just drive around once. Just give well, it a quick little buzz. Yeah, that's what I do. Guy just come and, comes and back drags it for us. Takes ten minutes. Two seconds what do you what does he charge you uh like
0: a big bottle of j d at the end of the season? All right, I gotta find my guy who will do that then, yeah um yeah, okay, so anyway we are we're getting going on this trip. We got a good crew of people people that are uh that are coming with us um yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, like we're pretty busy guys ish we
1: make ourselves busy um in interesting times in our lives, not that easy. To assemble a crew willing to take a Thursday and a Friday trip, I thought it would be easier.
0: I thought it would be easier too. Now, I think there's a few factors in this trip. A, a factor Thursday, Friday, got to take two days off work. Yes. Another factor is it's November, not exactly the nicest time to go to Pittsburgh, which is no nicer weather than what we have here third factor is we're going to like a conference concert the bad christian road show with is like some heavy emo bands and some acoustic acts and a live podcast recording which i get is not everyone's cup of tea and yet even with those three factors i just listed you and i both felt like this is a good reason to do something
1: Yeah, I mean, the event, isolated, you and I are very into that content. That's why you and I are wanting to go and why we planned this. Um, But we have people coming on this trip that that's not their primary reason for coming. Right. It's focused on the trip and the people. So I thought that would be enough of a push, even if you weren't that into the, um, the event that we're going for.
0: Yeah, the other thing is, is when you hop in this thing now, like, it's not it's not a cheap weekend. No. I
1: mean, that's why it's always like the more bodies, the better. 100%.
0: And it's not like it's a crazy expensive one either. It's somewhere kind of in this middle ground where, you know, if you don't appreciate what it is, then you think it's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, okay, that's fair.
0: But I feel like all our friends appreciate and know what it is, which is why, again, I was like, why are these people not coming?
1: Yeah, I was uh, disappointed with the amount of people that didn't try harder. Is that fair? Are we just bad talking our friends on this show? None of them listen to it anyway. No, none of them listen, and that's fine to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, come on, better effort. I mean, maybe we're just realizing, like, hey, maybe we're just a little too obsessed with this thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. that's entirely possible. Like, are we going to have maybe. some
1: of our good friends take us aside and say, guys... You need to chill <laughs> on this RV. It is not that cool. You guys have poured a lot of your time and a lot of your money into this. Relationships burned.
0: Like, have you guys talked with your wives lately? They are not happy, and they've been telling all of us. <laughs> uh, Ger- the I, think, overwhelming... I think that's
1: possible. It's, it's it, I, I 100% think it's totally possible. <clears throat>
0: Um, well, and and frankly, the other thing that to me is a little bit interesting about it, and this has always been a minor point of tension, and we're pretty much over it, but the guys that went on the very, very first trip in that thing have kind of been not really in the RV road trip picture. They're still great friends of mine for a while. So now, even when we've taken this thing to the next level, it's almost like it's further isolated it as our thing when really it's not about us it's about everybody but i can see why it's like oh that's their thing yes i understand that
1: well and that that makes sense i guess like the amount of work you put into it and the customizing that happens within it
0: becomes you know your own yeah but you Uh, had a good word of wisdom when when kai and his friends had their trip kind of kiboshed there's people who get it and then there's those that don't right that's all there is to it just like planking um (laughs) i i
1: the overwhelming feeling jared that we need a win has really been top of mind for
0: me these last few days yeah well especially there's a number of occasions where we've had devastating losses like frankly the belts breaking and that trip getting canceled that was a loss yes the fact that fall fishing didn't go ahead that was a loss we yes. had our Pabst mission to Quebec planned. That never happened. That's been a loss. So this is in many ways the culmination of our perseverance. Yeah, I think so. I mean, well it's and, not and as we as if went we're... to Nipissing and you couldn't come and that was a loss. Like you didn't even come on that first little trip. That's right, I didn't come. Yeah. Yeah, this is um I mean we need this. We need it. Our families need this. <laughs> uh, so so Calvin, as we wrap up here, I mean, where do where do we go? What do, what do we? I mean, where do we go from here?
1: Um, I think like I mean,
0: please expect to hear from us on the
1: road. We'll probably do a little something something on our time while we're away. Hopefully, that'll be like something kind of nice to listen to. Um, little update, little mid uh, recap or. I'd like to think, you know, you got to expect issues going along the road with this thing. I'm going to the License Bureau tomorrow to deal with some of this stuff. So hopefully that goes relatively smoothly. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah. And then we got, of course, border crossings. There's a lot of angst right now with like I've been getting warnings about border crossing and marijuana issues. And unfortunately, we had a break in. With the RV recently, where uh, there was uh, marijuana being smoked in the rig without us knowing. So I've aired it out fairly well. Yep. Um, But that could be a problem for us crossing the border with a lot of tension with our two countries right now.
0: Well, and especially because while it may not smell to the human nose, there are better noses than human noses out there in the animal kingdom. Right. Right. Namely, sniffer dogs.
1: Sniffer dogs are like a little bit. I'm not really concerned about them, but a little bit I guess we should think about that. Should I get some air fresheners?
0: I don't think I think they can smell through them. Right. I even, think they've I think the dog has been told, "Hey, this is Febreze. When it's when you smell it, turn your smell vision up even higher." Even black ice? Black ice? Actually, you're right. Black ice will probably do the trick. Have you smelled black ice? <laughs> oh, I've smelled black ice. Yeah,
1: see, I don't think they can smell through black <laughs> you're ice. You're a
0: big black ice guy. Black ice. Oh, uh, That's awesome. We'll see, Jer. Yeah. Not so anyway. It, but I
1: am looking forward to the adventures that it inevitably uh, has attached to it. And we'll uh, hopefully be sharing that with our lovely listeners.
0: Yeah, we will be. There's there's bound to be some stories uh, that that come out of this this trip, and we're we're just excited for them. You know, every time you get in that rig, it's a good time. And I I sometimes even say every time you get in that thing, like magic happens. And I'm always scared that I'm going to jinx it when I say that, but. It's just true because the people, when you get in that thing, you're. it's a different attitude, it's a different mentality, and you're just open to the world's experiences, and it is such a good feeling to be going somewhere in that RV. It is, Jer. Um Someone asked me the
1: other day like, if I was going to put a lock on the RV because people were going in there and smoking dubs, and I just said, no, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that happening. I mean, if... This is the thing that gets people inspired to saddle up in the rig, check it out, maybe muster up the courage to approach me and ask me for more deets on it. That's all right. That's
0: all right there in my books. Are, there are significantly worse things that could be happening in there. Right. Come on. And yeah. like Calvin and I, just because it's legal, aren't going full-blown you know, pot. But the people no. who smoked in there, guaranteed, had a good time.
1: Right. Right.
0: And a better time than they would have smoking where? Like, in a shed somewhere? I'm just trying to think of, like, here's the, the teen hooligan, and they're like,
1: yo, check out that RV. Let's smoke a dub in there.
0: That's kind of cool. And then they had the best time of their life. Now, right? I don't, I don't want to... I'm not condoning the behavior. Do not hear me wrong. Do not put words in my mouth. No. I just think it's a funny little thing, and I'm not, you know...
1: It would just be sucky if you, like... I can kind of picture these kids like, oh, this is like our new like little spot we can go to. And obviously, if it gets trashed, that's a problem. Maybe I yes. should put a little note in there like, please respect the rig.
0: Open the windows if you're going to light up in here. Yeah. Air it out when you're done hotboxing it, please.
1: Please air it out for my sake. But, I mean, it's got to just be about a respect thing. Respect my wishes. I'll put my phone number on there. Call me if you have any questions
0: the last thing that we want to ever be is a curmudgeon right is that the word
1: it's against everything we stand for that curmudgeon (laughs)
0: uh everyone thank you so much for listening to this episode we hope that you enjoyed our banter here about our rv road trip and honestly if you have been listening to this podcast for a while and haven't done something a little bit crazy or zany or gotten in your friend gotten in the car with your friends and driven somewhere or done something that other people thought was a little bit silly, just go do that thing. Like, there's nothing stopping you from going to do that thing. Just seriously go do it. Whittle it down and just peg someone with a snowball and see what happens. Exactly. Whatever, whatever, when I said that, you thought of something. Do that thing.
1: Do that thing. Okay. We will catch up with you when we are on the road. Talk to you
0: later. Go find yourself some adventure.